Yo, yo, what it do? Blizz D, homie. I'm hanging out with the Misfits on the Who They Want podcast. If you ain't here, you ain't about it. Blizz D, homie. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, what it be, what it ain't, but what it really is. This is Psychedelic Chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. This is a little riddle. What it is, this your boy Captain Capo Grown on standby for the run by with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. You ain't about it if you ain't here, so stay tuned. Grown. Yo, 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 this is FP3 chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. The one and only, stay tuned. What's up, y'all? This is Lady Tasha, better known as the Duchess, and you already know I'm rocking with the Misfits on a Who They Want Entertainment podcast show. And don't forget, go and download Everything Entertainment Expo app and get blocked in or bow down. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Daddy, are you ready? Mm. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Oh, man. I can't wait to be who they want. Steady, are you ready? What's going on? Steady, are you ready? Are you ready? What's going on? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the internationally known podcast show that does everything that they don't. You're now tuned in to the Who They Want podcast show. As you know, I am your host, DJ Steady. Are you ready? You dig? I'm in the building live with the Misfits crew. We got Everything Entertainment Expo CEO, Lady Tasha, aka the Duchess, in the building. What's going on, everybody? What's up? Excited. How you doing, Steady Rock? Steady I am lo- I'm lovely. I'm great. I'm happy to be here. We got my man A for Able host on the Brain Podcast host, the one, the only, Kyle E, master editor in the building. What's going on, people? Hope everyone's having a good start to the week. Happy Monday. Nothing but positive vibes up in here tonight. That's what I'm talking about. Positive, positive excited vibes. Mm-hmm. Legendary, positive, exciting, legendary, iconic, iconic. You iconic. feel me? As y'all know, on Mondays we introduce a segment called Music Icon Monday, where we do something that again, typically ain't done in podcast world. We sit down with some icons of the world and give them their flowers while they're here to smell them, receive them, embrace them, enjoy them. And tonight we will be joined by the Queen Shirley Jones of the legendary Jones Girls. So, you know what I'm saying? From nights, nights in Egypt to the original, who can I run to? You know what I'm saying? And she has some solo tracks. Just amazing, amazing person altogether. Music icon tonight segment is going to be a great one. Sure enough is. And look how, you know what? All the emotions that he put in that, you felt it. Mm. And I love it. You know why? Because your babies. Your babies, <laughs> your babies, and you, you, you introducing them with, with emotions like that. That's just a 
Love it. You know, you got soul. Y'all, y'all know what good music are, don't y'all? Of course. Born and raised off nothing but good no. music. You already know. No, you wasn't even born yet when this stuff came out. You kind of, you just might have made it. But steady, honey? Oh, no. I was yeah, I was 87, so the you know, her you know her stuff was already you know was already out and you know and already in in in, in regular uh rotation way before I was even a thought, but but the whole you know whole Oh you was a thought. You you was a thought in like in a process. Trust, trust me, her music probably had a you're probably maybe, maybe. the result of product of her music. Maybe possibly right. certain things right. about you know early life I don't want to know, but either way, um, <laughs> right. A baby yeah, making again. music, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, you know, it's all it, it's, it's all love. It's all it's all good. And um, I know that if you know if certain people in my family were here, they'd probably be jumping you know for joy too because um, mm-hmm. they were you know because I think I distinctly remember some you know some of them having her and right you know and 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 the rest of the Jones girls in regular rotation in their you know, on their in their uh, record collection or their tape mm-hmm. collection or what's so, that? At- Exactly. Shout out to PJ out there in the comments representing yeah, Jones. What's going Absolutely, on? Absolutely, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the fam. Legendary Valerie Jones' son. Man, let's good. talk about how let's talk about yeah. how this came about, please. Because uh yes. this, we all yes. we we are Sam Jones and Sam Jones was on our um show um last was it last week? No, it was it was week. actually it was actually week before last. Yeah, yeah, it was on the show week before last. Um, and you know, just excellent. You know the thing. You know the thing I love about that. It's just that the legacy they just carrying on, and you can just tell that the family was so close knit. You know what I'm saying? Because they they both of their mothers was in a group, and then you got both of them coming in. You know, just cousins and everything. Hey, right. Brothers, you might as well call them. Right. They, uh, yeah. You know. So. Big up yeah. to them. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for you know reaching out to your mom's um cam and you know asking her to come on the show and everything. Absolutely. We're doing we're doing great, bro. We are Absolutely. doing good. We're doing, good. we're doing good. Yeah, you know, we got you know, we got some epic getting ready going on out here tonight. I'm like, the energy is so live at this present <laughs> moment. Just soak yeah. it in and embrace it, guys. We yeah, are we at the forefront. Had, we had the legacy interview. We gotta have them back. We gotta have them yes. back on eventually. You know, yeah, we have the legacy interview now. We got to have it where it started from, man. Where, you know, we started. We have the foundation right here, you know, exactly, exactly. And everything. Oh, absolutely. Um, Shout out to the, the Jones connection in the comments, hyping right? up the audience. Up. <laughs> it's all family over here. So, yeah, exactly. so I mean, um. We, we, we don't have her. We can't keep Queen waiting in the waiting room. So you just let me know when she's in the waiting room. Of course, you know, like I just want to let y'all know this woman has opened up for Diana Ross. Well, she was a background singer for Diana mm-hmm. Ross, correct? All her sisters, all of the whole group. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But just to just show how iconic we talking about when you say legends, because a lot of y'all new eras don't know nothing about this generation of music right here. You know what I'm saying? This is from that we talking seventies era, that disco fever type of era. Disco soul, or that that whole that like that whole sound. Yeah. I was I was, uh, I was going by there. Uh, you know, I was looking at, at some of their uh, discogra- discography earlier, just getting in the mood. Not you know, not as much. Probably not as much steady over here. But you know, <laughs> it was it was just getting you know, it was just getting that uh, you know it was getting that vibe because really we still till this day we may. It, like those who may not know who they are are still using 
you know, bits yeah. and pieces of their of their of their music. And how many covers has there been? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, it, it it's just like if somebody says, "Oh no, that's old stuff." I'm like, "Where do you think you, this stuff came from, though?" Exactly. Exactly. Right. But Snoop Dogg said it best recently. Like, y'all got to stop putting age on the catalog exactly. of music because when it comes to people that do rock and roll or any other genre of music, y'all don't put an age on none of that. You no. dig? But y'all want to put right, stipulations right. on our generation or our genre of music. There you go. And just there you go. once you get over 30, they want to call you washed up, no good. Man, that's cl- music is timeless, regardless. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Right. If you're feeling it, you're feeling it. There's no like there's there should be no generation gap on a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Not many gospel singles have been called the glory that had that real, I'm talking about real good movie spirit gospel that done went on the glory and we still play their songs. I see you done muted yourself, baby. You're talking and you muted yourself. My my sister, she, my youngest, my younger sister, she still listens to people like Nina Simone on a regular basis. Right. She like she she gets she gets cracked on for her you know for her taste in music because she goes way you know she goes she goes way back you know what I'm saying like we we were not we were '90s kids but shy you know my my sister feels like she was kind of like born in the wrong era in some cases you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. exactly so it it's it's just like if you can if you can appreciate what came before. Okay, if you can appreciate what came before, you can better understand what's going on now. Absolutely, you know? right, right, right. Like that's why I say in the description, like before Destiny's Child, before Skate, TLC, SWV. You know what I'm saying? Before that era of female mm-hmm. trios and groups was gone, there was the Jones Girls. Like let's just put them at the right, forefront right, right. of opening that door and enhancing the culture. Yo, uh, okay, so it looks, yo, we're getting, we're getting, speaking of getting our flowers right now, like y'all had the funniest interview we ever had for real. Dope energy, right? Jay Z, T.I., Bow Wow have all sampled their songs. It's sad because hip hop is black and black music <clears throat> is the only music that puts age caps yeah. on music. Absolutely yeah, true. No, you're, no, you're right because look, like we, like we said, rock and roll. Which was original, you know, which was originally black music. That always they all they still have fans, right? Grateful, right, Grateful right. Dead, Rolling Stones, freaking uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne, and Black mm-hmm. Sabbath. They all still have fans, and they're getting new, and they're getting new ones every generation because sure they're because their their parents or their grandparents share that with them. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. My, you know, so like it, it is just, you know. It's just it's just crazy how you know in in hip hop we like to we like to put age on things, but what but what's happening? Super groups are forming. Uh, you know you got you got you know old the OGs collaborating with the you know with more with more young kids and mm-hmm. they're make, and they're making some and they're making some good stuff. You know, yeah. it's, it's well, not- you got to do that. You have to do that. You know, um, you, you come in. Get the younger generation, the new generation out, and still use some of that old school flow on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And stuff. And you know that 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 that's that's making history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can't forget you can't forget what came before, and there has to be a there has to be 
an appreciation for, you know, for all of it, even if you don't particularly like, like the sound or whatever, or if it's not, you know, if you're not really feeling it, it doesn't mean it's old. It doesn't mean it's locked up. <laughs> right. Yeah, you see that coming. Yeah, you're right, though. He said Rolling Stones and Ozzy Osbourne. Um, Look. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all ready to get the show on the road? Yes, yes, yes. You ready, Tash? You got yeah, I'm ready. All right, I think we didn't we didn't we didn't held out long enough, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, I present the queen, Miss Shirley Jones. Hi, hi. <laughs> hello, how hello. How hi, how's Wonderful. everybody doing? Great. Good. Great. How are you? I am fine. Doing good. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> such an honor. Such an honor. Such an honor. Yes, Thank Lord. You so much. Oh, God. So it's like, you know, I'm just, this is just like so epic here and everything. Um, We had your son and your nephew on a show um a week and a half ago. And it was just such, so amazing just to, you know, see how the legacy is being carried on. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, like it's in good hands. Like, like, <laughs> good hands with those two. <laughs> yes, yes, mama. I can't wait mama. Wow. So, what, what does that feel like? You got in the aunt. Oh my God. What does that feel like? Just to have the legacy carried on. You know, just, just, just the, the sons coming up from the girls, Jones, the sisters, and your sons collaborating. What does that mean to you right now? I mean, um, it means everything to me, and. Right. Uh, it just lets me know because I did not know. I, they both have been in the hip hop rap side, mm -hmm. you know, for about 10 years or so. <laughs> in a, in Cam was in a group and mm -hmm. PJ has been doing beats for a lot of different uh, hip hop artists. But mm -hmm. I did not know that they were collaborating on on our stuff because um, right. they didn't want they purposely didn't want me to hear anything uh, <laughs> until it was you know pretty much done mm. uh, right because they felt that you know they didn't know what I was gonna say and the minute I heard it I'm just in love with their entire project mm. and I'm doing everything in my power to make mm. sure that it you know gets the exposure that it deserves right right so absolutely from the first of the year you're gonna be hearing more tracks um from the um jones connection ep right right yes. yes yeah you know what let me tell you something and we're gonna get into that that stepping on um, track later on because that right there i was stepping earlier stepping oh, yeah. all day, baby. <laughs> yeah. oh man but you know um Shirley, I mean, and, and I might slip up and call you Auntie Shirley because that's how you feel from speaking. That's what to everybody talk. calls me, Auntie, Auntie Shirley. Shirley. So okay, just well, feel free. <laughs> thank you. Um, every time you know, I just hear your voice and then hear the track. I just get flashbacks because that was like my childhood. You know, flashbacks yes. to sitting in the kitchen on the floor, my mother hot, um, pressing my heel while bumping your music, right. um, Friday night card games and everything, the house full of people and stuff. And y'all had such a huge impact. So you, you started off with gospel, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Singing gospel and um and just hearing from you saying um because I seen the unsung which is phenomenal um your mother was just very heavy into that and um what did, what was that transition like coming over from gospel to R and B um 
and being that, you know, your mother would have such a strong background with the gospel. Because, I, you know, it seemed like she really didn't want you to transition over to it. Am I getting it right? Right. She didn't, um, you know, because the, her roots were in gospel. And mm-hmm. we were on the circuit with people like the Clark sisters. Right, and, right. Uh, the Winans. Yes. And she felt that we should stay in that particular genre. Um, right. And we probably would have if it had not been for uh, people hearing us and hearing our harmonies and first inquiring about us doing background sessions. For, right, 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 uh, right. You know, for it, Holland, Doja Holland, were, they were the first ones where we did stuff mm-hmm. at 12, 13 years old, background wow. sessions, some Frida Payne stuff and right. uh, chairman of the board stuff and honeycomb stuff. Yeah, and they got so they were so impressed with us, and that's when they offered us our, you know, to do a, a few tracks of our own that they released that were local hits, little local hits. Mm. Right, right. So, but we would have stayed in gospel, and to this day, gospel I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. In right. fact, in my new show, I'm putting a gospel song on there, you know, to because uh, we were raised in the church and right right you know god is is the reason for for all of this so of course i i have to take out a little time in my show to praise him so exactly and we like to um recognize the comments adrian foss said you look so beautiful she told oh me my god. So beautiful. <laughs> i just i've had my three-year-old grandson all day today and he has his mom just came and picked him up and he has absolutely worn me out so mm-hmm. i ran at the last minute when she got here <laughs> threw a little make uh, threw a little uh lipstick and pot some powder on i'm like oh my god i'm running late for this interview well <laughs> no you know you. what you cannot rush greatness because greatness is what you are so you oh, got it yeah, and plus oh, you were yeah. family i mean what are you gonna do right exactly, exactly. yes so I, I, you know what, um, when you, when you said, um, speaking about, um, your gospel background and I like the way, um, there was a choir that actually did who can I run to over. I know. And that was just beautiful. Yes, I mean, it like, was. I, mean, yes, what's it that? Like, how did that, I know that had to touch you just to hear that song being done over in a gospel form. Oh my God. It brought tears to my eyes. I just saw it for the first right. time yeah. the other day. It was strolling on my, um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I immediately called Cam to to save that because mm-hmm. it just it brought tears to my eyes because the lyrics were were so on point, mm-hmm. right? You know, to fill this empty life, who can I run to when they were talking mm-hmm. about God? That it was that was amazing to me. Right, right, right. And they sounded so absolutely good. phenomenal. Oh my God. I was like, they did. wow, yeah, and everything. And that song is just like. That song is a big hit because you had to um, escape, do that yes. song over, and right. they did a phenomenal job. Okay, yes, they did, and everything. And then now, and they, that was back in um, 93, 90, 94, 95, 90, 95, 95, yeah, 95, 95 yes. album. You correct. And then here we are in 2021, 2020. We have Kim, your son. He sampled it, and we have a couple of other people. So, I mean, like. What is that? I mean, how does that feel? I mean, I know I'm asking these questions, but that just has to feel like, wow, my my song is just coming like over and over in genera- different generations. It is. And I, the only thing I, I say, I wish I had wrote it because they're right. the ones that's getting paid now. Right, right. The, the writers mm-hmm. and the publishers. 
Right, um, right. You know, I wish I had wrote that one, that's for sure. Mm. And to see that song just being done over in so many different forms and genres is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you got Absolutely. the gospels, you got the hip hop, um, then, you know, SW, I mean, I'm sorry, um, Escape, they did it over. Um, now, back going back to when y'all was young and y'all first started off with, um, it was Holland and Holland, correct? Holland, Holland and Doja Holland. Mm-hmm. Right. But they was like some of the heavy hitters out there writing for a lot of um, Motown. What was that? Did, did you all realize at that time, like, who was you actually working with? We did. I mean, because growing up in Detroit, everybody knew Holland Dozier Holland. Right, Because right. they they wrote a lot of the Supremes and the Four right. Tops. So uh, everybody knew Holland Dozier Holland in Detroit, you know, uh, because the Motown sound, you know, was all over Detroit. Right. Um, right. And it was a blessing. And we were, of course, in awe to actually meet them. And became very good friends with uh, all of them, Eddie, Lamont, and, uh, you know, we, and of course, McKinley Jackson is the one that introduced us to them. Uh, So we became fast friends. And then when they moved, when Motown moved to California, and then they moved to California, then we moved to California. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. It was a a joy uh, working with those guys. Right, and at a, such a young age, because then y'all went on to like um, also opening up and doing backgrounds for a lot of. At that time, to your, I guess they was iconic because now your icons and everything. Yeah. And at that time, you was opening up for Diana Ross. Um, I think Aretha Franklin as well. Yeah, um, well, we didn't. We never uh, opened for Aretha. We traveled with Diana. You traveled with um, okay. mm-hmm, for three years as her background singers all around the right. world. But we actually did uh, background on for Aretha, mm-hmm. for Lou Rawls, Dion Warwick, Cher, mm-hmm. Helen Reddy, Norman Connors, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, because there were only really two groups that everybody, all the legends back then, wanted on their recordings and that was the waters which is another family group and they're right. still doing a lot of things in la and then us right. and uh even once they moved to california they were they said you guys may, may as well move here because they were flying us out because valerie was mm-hmm. still in high school she hadn't graduated and brenda and i were in college mm-hmm. so we had to you know get flown out uh you know on the weekends and so that's how we finally decided after Valerie graduated from high school, we finally decided, well, we're going to have to move there because, you know, we just couldn't keep flying back and forth. So right. I transferred to UCLA okay. and, uh, you know, that's we continued doing background and, and continued our schooling. Right, right, right. And I know that had to make mom happy knowing that y'all was still in school and staying oh, yeah. focused. Yeah. Yes, she was, was a, the, she was very happy. <laughs> what was the balance like? Like now you guys are you guys are young, you're on tour. How do you ba- how do you balance just right, re- you know, just regular life and tour life? It was difficult. Um and in fact, you know, when once we got the gig with Diana, um I took some time off from school because it would have just been too much because we were traveling all the time Mm -hmm. with her at least seven, seven to eight months out the year. We were traveling with her during those three years. And that was 
you know, seven to eight full months. Because at that time, mm -hmm. back in 76, 77, Diana Ross was the hottest entertainer in the world. There was mm -hmm. no Michael Jackson or anything. It was Diana Ross and this, you know, so we were everywhere with her. So I, Brendan and I both took some time off from our college studies. Valerie never did. Uh, she didn't go to college until later on after the Jones mm -hmm. girls had kind of disbanded. And mm -hmm. she went back home because she she wanted to experience college. Right. And she she went you know she went back uh, mm -hmm. that way. But man, it was it was rough balancing um, being on the road, um, still trying to do you know our thing on the side, you know, and then then school too. So uh, we put school. Uh, you know, I I left for a couple of years, and then once we stopped with Diana. Uh, I went back once we signed with Philly International. Mm -hmm. Right. And that that was another hot spot because then you had all the Philly people and everything um, on there. You had what the OJs and yes. Teddy yes. And So, I Teddy mean, when you Pins went over grass. there, yeah, to that family, Billy I mean, Paul, right. Melvin's Blue Notes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how was it? How did it feel like? What was it like joining that family? You know, because I know you did a lot. And y'all did a lot um um traveling with Diana. So y'all was already y'all was already seasoned in it. You know what I'm saying? But then y'all go over to, you know, another family that was just had so much to offer you guys and everything. And that's I believe that's when y'all first got your um first album done, the Jones Girls, correct? Yes, that that that's that was the first album. We had had an album with Curtis Mayfield back when right. I think I was 16. Right. Um, but it didn't, you know, it didn't really do anything. <clears throat> and uh, the first album, major album, was with Philly International. Mm -hmm. uh, the day that we signed with them, we were like screaming and yelling and pinching each <laughs> other because we were like, "Can we? Can you believe it?" Because at the time, the OJ's were—they <laughs> were such a hot group, and for us to be on the same label with them, we mm -hmm. we loved the OJ's mm -hmm. as much as when growing up we loved the Supremes. Right. And to, you know, that, those were the two moments in, in my life that I will never forget. And that is the day that <coughs> Diana mm -hmm. uh, gave us the opportunity and told us, can you guys get some passports? We're going to London. And <laughs> we were like, absolutely. Because, you know, we did not even know she was there at the audition. We thought right. we, were, we were auditioning for her. Uh, for her music director, a guy named Gil Askey. Mm -hmm. And while we were singing Ain't No Mountain High Enough and Reach Out and Touch, she comes down this long hallway. And uh, the only words out of her mouth were, you guys are terrific. Can you get passports? We're going to London. That's a memory that will, that is just, it's so, I, I see it as if it were yesterday. yesterday and the other right. one was when um, we signed with, Gamble and Huff mm -hmm. and went across the street to this uh, restaurant called The Fantasy where everybody would go for lunch and everything. Mm -hmm. And we went in, Gamble told us to go across the street and he would come over and introduce us to people there. We didn't know that the OJs were in there. Teddy Pendergrass was there. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, was it Billy Paul? Mm -hmm. And when we walked in there and saw all these guys, we we're like, oh, my God, this is just unbelievable. Is this some sort of dream, you know, to be on the label with with such 
a talented people, people that we were hearing on the radio all mm. the time that we were right. fans of. Right, um, right. To actually be on a label with them. Hey, you couldn't tell us nothing. We were like so ready to to put our mark uh with Philly International. And you did with that um your song, you're gonna make me love somebody else. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So what was it like working on that record? Because by um, that whole album, actually, because that whole album was just like, um, like epic, you know, like all other ones, too, as well. But well, um, the, that album, what what the way they worked, the way Gamble and Huff like to work, they would, you know, we would spend time with all of the producers, um, McFadden and Whitehead, mm -hmm. Dexter Wanzell and Cynthia. Uh, Joe Jefferson and of course Gamble and Huff and they would all present about four songs each you know for every album mm -hmm. the songs that the, I think it was eight at that time that were that were on albums <clears throat> those eight it was a it would have been originally maybe at least I'd say maybe 12 13 that were actually cut for each album right and once all those songs were cut we would get with them and they would decide on well, help, you know, we would all get together and decide which ones. And right away from the time we cut, you're going to make me love somebody else. We knew that that was definitely yeah. going to be uh, one of the songs that was going to make that album. That one. And um, uh, I just love the man. We I knew that was going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I met, well, I met, I know. I just love the man was on the second album. I'm at your mercy. We knew that one was going to make yeah. it. And then who can I run to? In mm -hmm. fact, a lot, a lot of people were were a little upset with Kenny when he decided back in the day there were there were A sides and B sides. Right, right, right. <laughs> Not like today where no, you know, everybody's yeah. streaming, you stream mm -hmm. one song. But back in the day, it was an A side on a forty five, and then a B side. When he op when he decided to put, who can I run to? So many of the producers were upset because they all felt and we did too that eventually who can i run to would come out as a single well mm -hmm. and and it did um but it was played on radio as a b-side mm -hmm. so it didn't get all of the the attention and the promotion that a-sides got right but radio right. fell in love with it and they yeah. played it um that's why so so many people did not know that we had done that song first because it was never an A side. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, and it was like that for a long time. I think until like CDs started coming out. Because when exactly. CDs came out, you didn't have an A side and a B side. You just had strictly like CDs going. You know, everything going down in one All line. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or you know, or a couple or a couple singles here and there. So it basically just took on a life of its own. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It sure enough did because I mean it took on this life as long as its own and it's living on and living on and living on and everything. Yeah, that that one. Uh, who can I run to? Uh, you're gonna make me love somebody else. And then the other one that has just you know made us famous around the world is Nights Over mm -hmm. Egypt. I mean Nights mm -hmm. Over Egypt to this day, people yeah. you know fans hit me up from. Uh, mm -hmm. I just did an interview yesterday uh, from Australia. Mm -hmm. Where we where we're gonna be going the end of um, the end of 2022, mm -hmm. um, because they they said that they play well they play all of our music but in particular they play nights over Egypt and 
I'm finally getting a going to get a chance to go to Egypt, which I never, wow. I've never been. Yeah, I'm in, in Greece. I'm performing in Greece in June. So mm -hmm. Egypt is right there and I'm there for an entire week and only have like one or two performances. So we're going to take one day and go a couple of days and go over to Egypt mm -hmm. because they say uh, riding down the Nile on one mm -hmm. of the boats, they play nights over Egypt as the sun is setting. And really? everybody that has oh, done it have told perfect. me I need to go and experience that. So I'm finally going to get a chance to do that. That's really? iconic in itself. That just is, wow. wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, um, Phil said at side A got more promotion than side B. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like that for a long time. Um, and everything with the um, with the record stuff. So you do a lot of traveling right now, and um, um, and um, overseas. Because I know y'all's always loved overseas and everything as well. Much as y'all's loved over here in the U.S. I do, I do, I, but I do a lot here too. Right, you know, the right. pandemic. You know, no, nobody was doing anything for a couple of years, but. Things are back open, as I say in my new single, <laughs> and right. it's time to get out there. And I'm I'm doing me some soul, soul stepping. stepping. So um, we're putting uh, shows and dates and stuff together now for starting in January. Actually, I'm I'm out there. I'm back right, out. Right, right, right. That's just that's just wonderful. Yes, coming um, to a city near you soon. Right. <laughs> so you know. I, I know offhand, you know, dealing with, um, you know, because you you started off with your sisters, right? And now yes. you're continuing on, you know, because you started off um, with, with a solo career back in the 80s um, um, and everything. And now you're still continuing on, carrying on the legacy. Like, how does that feel? Because I know I lost my brother. You understand what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah. you know, mom and dad, you expect them to go before you. But siblings, you think they rocking out with you until the end. Oh, especially siblings that yes. you work with. I mean, right. we, we work together. Exactly. Not only were we sisters, but right. because of our uh, particular uh, careers, we, we were working together every day. And when even when um, after Val passed, uh, we, Brenda and I, we were... <laughs> We were trying, talking about trying to, you know, get back together and do some things, mm -hmm. uh, but it did, never did pan out. And, you know, I, I continued on as a soloist because in 86, I had the number one record, Do You Get Enough Love? Do You Get and Enough Love? that kept me working on the road. Mm -hmm. And then the decision, you know, so I was always out there performing on tours with right. like Frankie Beverly and Mays. Right, right, uh, right. Doing um, the Ohio players. I was out mm -hmm. doing stuff with them, even the OJs. Um, and then in 2017, with Brenda's untimely death, it was right. like, yeah. that's when I, the decision was made. I made a decision that, hey, as long as I could, I was going to be out there Mm -hmm. to make sure people never forgot the Jones girls and our legacy and our harmonies because my sisters and I, we spent so much time on our craft. Right. We practiced, we rehearsed um, because we were perfectionists of sorts and we just always wanted to 
to make the music that that we were putting out there uh, be so in tune with the times that that it would uplift people it would make people feel good and we spent a lot of time working on that and when she left in 2017 that's when i said okay i really got to do this for the rest of my life now so because uh, you know I, i owe it to my sisters to my family to keep that going and to make sure people don't forget about the jones girls and and the beautiful music that we created as a group right right absolutely in fact my album that i'm i'm almost finished um i have like two more songs to to finish up and uh one is a duet with lenny williams that i'm getting ready to do yeah and that's that's gonna be massive that's coming out in january and the album is a tribute album to my sisters called in loving Mm. memory so that's coming out in february so uh I put a lot of my heart and soul into this project because it's dedicated to Brenda and Valerie. Right. Oh my God. So you have like creatively, you have like full creative control as far as writing and everything with this? Yes. Yes. In fact, I wrote, let's see, I think I put my hand is in all just about at least of the 10 songs on there. I think I wrote about eight of them. Including okay. soul stepping, so soul yeah, stepping. yes, yeah, right. Now yeah. let's talk about soul stepping because let me. I love that song because and just listening to it and everything and because it, it it made me because what you were saying it was correct after going through everything we went through with this pandemic. You know, yes. it's time for us to get out there, enjoy ourselves. I mean, and one of the lines you said is just touching me. You said you're so happy to be alive. Exactly. Because so many, I I lost so many friends and, Mm. you know, uh, people in the industry. So many people didn't make it through this pandemic. And uh, that's why I'm I'm glad that I'm here. Every time somebody say, well, how are you doing? I said, I'm blessed. I am blessed because these past two years have taken a, a, not only losing people, but mentally on all of us, it has just been draining having to, having to be in the house right. and not and being afraid to be around one another you know because right. i'm a very touchy feely person and not right. to be able yeah. to touch and feel my the, the people in the audiences you know after the show to, to be able to just my even my grandkids cam wouldn't even bring my granddaughter over <laughs> here for a while because uh-huh. he was afraid that you know something right. would happen to Happened, me right yeah and yeah. i mean that there's something that i i don't think any of us ever thought we would go through but no. hey, we made it through and now like i say it's time to shake it off and let's keep it moving let's get back to That's dancing right. and loving one another and making each other just feel uplifted he right. definitely bought us a new age classic with this track right here. Like, sure I got that bit. And if you remember when Step in the Name of Love kind of was the that song, like you yes. just created a new age version, right? You know, exactly. that's more funner that you can really play and be like, okay, you ain't gotta have this shoulder feeling of should I play this out loud or not? You right. gave us a new line stepping right. song, so we right. thank you for that. Well, yep. thank and you. Cam, Cam, the Joan Girls Forever, one of the greatest girl groups to touch the planet. Exactly. Yeah. That's where a lot of these girls yeah. groups come from. That's the Cam. That's you know, you had one of the girl groups, oh, I forgot the name of them, but they actually made that song over um, the
this song of your man, um, I just love that man. And that song like that, oh, you know, sometimes to me, this just just songs that I think that just should not be touched and everything. And to me, that song was one of them, but I gotta give it, they did it, they did good, good job, but really? it wasn't the Jones girls. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know, I, did, I never, I didn't know that's, that a, a group had redone. Yeah, I they did it for, um, I think they did it for like one of the house party movies. Uh, like really? Before three okay. or four. I think, yeah, I believe that's what it was came from. Yeah, you know, and, and it's so funny because like Escape, y'all was a big influence on Escape because you know, the Who Can I Run To, run to wasn't the only thing that they um, did over you. They actually did a sample. Um, if you pay close attention to their first track um, of, of Just Kicking It, Nights Over Egypt, that intro yes. was that. And, yeah, I, heard, and yeah. I was like, that was just like amazing. Like when I, cause when I first heard it, I said, like, my mother put me onto it, man. I said, cause when she yeah. first heard Escape Sean, she's like, no, she's like that. No, nah, I think that's the Jones girls. You know, like I said, no, nah, nah, this is Escape. And then she broke it down to me. And that's where Jermaine Dupree got that from. Yes. But, and, yeah. and Jermaine Dupree is, uh, he's a big Jones girls fan. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. No surprise. And, no surprise. and, you know, when I hear the younger groups, uh, like in Vogue, uh, mm. like Escape, um, and and just not not just groups, but singers, Mary J. Blige, right. all these young ladies, they come up to me, um, Layla Hathaway, and they all, they all, it just it just makes me feel so good that these ladies that are that are so accomplished, I mean, such superstars, in their own right, mm. uh, to tell me that we were such a big influence. Mm -hmm on them and their careers it just makes me feel so good and i just you know sometimes people don't know you know i just be wishing that my sisters were here to hear right. all of that right. and to witness this resurgence that people really do um remember the jones girls and if i have anything to do with it they're gonna keep on remembering and keep That's on right because i in my show i take them right down memory lane with all of the songs uh of and the sounds of the jones girls i have three absolutely terrific singers that are those girls are they are terrific Right. And we've been together for 10 years now. So mm -hmm. people, they're, they're like uh, the the Hamiltons, like uh, Anthony Hamilton's uh, background mm -hmm. group. Mm -hmm. These girls are terrific. So if in, if you hear about us coming to you, you're going to get, you're going to walk out of Shirley Jones and the Jones Girls show feeling inspired, feeling uplifted, feeling like you can conquer the world because that's what, that's what I try to, in my music with the songs that my sisters and I did, that's all we ever wanted was to mm -hmm. make people feel good, make people want to just leave our show and say, Hey, you know what? I'm getting ready to do, to do this, you know, and, right. and feel like they can accomplish it too. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And like when you're performing and even just singing, um, or just, um, working on your new album, like, I know you have to feel your sister's still right there with you. Oh, right? I feel my sisters every single day. And right. when I'm on stage, especially, right. you know, right. I, I, I get, I get alone and I, um, because I feel them and, right. you know, especially like when I did Essence Music Festival, Mary J. Blige had me do that in 2017 or 18 and the Tom Joyner cruise, um, I like to get to myself for a few minutes before I hit the stage uh, mm -hmm. because I actually be 
communicating, you know, right. uh, t trying to feel what my sisters would want me to do and say on stage. Right. right. And uh, once I do that and I center myself, then I go out there and I'm like, hey, this is a life uh, goal for me to just keep people remembering the beautiful sounds uh, and those songs that my sisters and I did. Right, right. That's just awesome. Well, Shirley, we're going to, because I know you um, have something else going on tonight, but we're going to take a moment if we want to um, play your soul, soul, um, song, Soul Stepping, for the people and everything, because um, that's such a phenomenal song. <laughs> so Thank steady. you. DJ Steady, are you ready? Let's you know I'm ready, Duchess. Because I'm ready to get up right now and start dancing. <laughs> Let's do some soul stepping. <laughs> the challenges that we all just went through. I tell you, I call it challenge overload. <laughs> but now you know it's time for us to shake it off. Shake and it let's off. do some soul stepping. Here we go. Things are back open. Time to go outside. Wanna get back to dancing. So glad I'm alive. No more isolation Time to get back out No more being afraid Just wanna dance and shout It feels like Love is in the air Yes it is Yes it is love And happiness everywhere Oh I'm so glad to see you I'm so glad to see you. Feels like I'm in heaven. Feels like heaven. Made it through the darkness. Now it's time for some soul stepping. Step to the left. You better step, step to the right. Step into love. Step into the light. Step, step, step into the music. Time to move and sway. Just keep on stepping, cause it's a brand new day. Things are back open, time to go outside. Wanna get back to dancing, so glad I'm alive. No more isolation, time to get back out. No more being afraid, just wanna dance and shout. Feels like love is in the And happiness everywhere. Feeling so positive. Feeling positive. I'm feeling so upbeat. Time for some soul stepping. Time for some soul stepping. It's time to move my feet. Oh, step to the left. You better stand step. Yeah. Things are back open. Yeah. Time to go outside. 
Wanna get back to dancing So glad I'm lying No more isolation No more being afraid Just wanna dance and shout Feels like Love is in the Yes, yes, yes. Give yes. us a round of a hand for that one. So nice. People are already putting uh, line dances together and uh, yes. and, and we're shooting a, a video to it. And so my girlfriend is coming in from Detroit. She's a choreographer. I said, girl, these people are creating these line dances. So you better come with yours because she's for, for the video. She, mm -hmm. She's got a couple of uh, catchy uh, line dances that we're going to be doing in the video that we're shooting the end of the month. Oh, so, that's just awesome. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so that's already it. I'm going to put that so, on my playlist. <laughs> right. So Everybody. going to be up in there dancing, huh? We're going to see that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're going to see me. I got two left feet, but I'm I'm going to join the <laughs> I'm going to join the line dance in the video. Hey, as, so, long as, you, as long as you're feeling it, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> right. You, made, yes. you made it. You created, you created the vibe, and we needed it. You know what I'm saying? That right, right. there. That's, oh, right, right yeah, there, that's what I'm <laughs> exactly. We have a couple of comments for you, Adrian. Say that sounds great, and it does. Oh my gosh! Like I'm just like you. As soon as it can start, you just can't help but shimmy it. And start right. if you stand right. down, it's you already shimmy. Got, already if you're standing up, you move and doing something. It's <laughs> yeah. right on time. What it being holiday season? It just right. brings that it energy right. of love. Like you could feel the love in that song. Just that was the right energy. That was right. And on um, Phil said, "How long did it take you to write that track?" It took me from the time I got the track, kudos to this um, mm -hmm. upcoming um, writer. He has these beats and Lenny Williams told me about him, that he was incredible. He sent me the track. And when I, you know, I was like, oh man, I really like this track. What, what can I do? You know, what can I do with the track? And I didn't want to do another a love. I wanted to do a love song, but I also wanted it to relate to what we all went through. So it took me, yes. once I decided on the title, um, it took me, I want to say maybe uh, a day and a half, two days okay. Okay. to actually have it to the point where I was ready to go right. into the studio with it. Because that's the way I write. I, I have a reading and relaxation room in my house where I only play uh, albums. There, there are no CDs or anything in here, and I read in here, and this is where I come to uh, write, right. you know, right? And so I, you know, I start start playing around with different uh, ways to to do it, and uh, finally ended up with um, with the what you're hearing now. So it took about right. probably about two days because once I get into a groove on a song. I don't like to just keep going and making. I I just tr go go for it, you know. Right, go for right. the the melody because I've been writing for so long. You know, I make sure I have the melody that I that I want, and right. then the, and then the lyrics. Right, and that's one thing I want to ask because I know right now because um you got your you got your son and you have Cam and Phillips. You bringing them on a lot of projects with you and yes. everything. And but and it's amazing because Cam uh, has written all of their. Uh, and he he has that same writing sense that I have, right. and PJ with his beats, man, mm -hmm. he has mm -hmm. that 
that his mom, Val, Val had near perfect pitch. So mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why our harmonies were always so tight because, right. hey, we couldn't leave the studio. The engineers, the producers, everybody would be, oh, that sounds terrific. It's a wrap. You guys can go home. And, and Valerie would always, no, no, you can't. We can't go home just yet. Shirley, you were flat right here, Brenda. And we'd be like, girl, if you do not, you know, stop it with that <laughs> ear of yours. But, you know, we, we, every time we would go in there to correct something, it would come out better than, you know, with everybody right. else saying that it was fine. And Valerie saying, no, it's not. No, it's not. That's, you know, that's why <laughs> um, I think that's that's one of the reasons to uh, the closeness of our sound is because right. of Valerie and her ear. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's awesome. And can yeah, I know she, looks at, um, um, she played a big role in him playing the piano. I'm sorry. What was you saying, Kyle? Oh, yeah. yeah I was yeah. about I was about to just rem- I was just about to remark on that. Um, when we uh, when we interviewed them before he's in this, you know, he's in the studio. We got him the uh, Dutch has got him to play the piano. And she had and she had him basically basically playing. OK, name that tune. You know, uh-huh. he's like, okay, can you do it? Can oh, he did Prince when Dove cried. Right, did, yeah. Because <laughs> he never did it before. And I asked him to freestyle it for me. He did it. He killed it. Oh, he yeah. Definitely he's he's like it. his mom. He's got that. He has an incredible ear. And he he got that got that from his mom. And, be, um, you know, we all studied piano for right, years. Right. Uh, uh, but the one that really actually could really play late, later in life was Valerie and she made sure for her and my mom made sure PJ did not. And there were times he, no, I don't, you know, once he became a teenager, he wanted to know, I don't want to do that. You know, and my mother would be after, after his mom passed, my mother, you know, you've taken your lessons with Miss <laughs> in-law and this, and then it's now paying off for him. So off he's, he, yeah, he's, he's incredible with those beats. So the transition, because you guys go back from yeah, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, then we're now we're in the 2000s. What is it like doing music now versus how it was back then? Because it's so different. I mean, you don't have record companies. You got streaming. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't have, you know, back in the days, I'm quite sure you, you went in the studio to make a, um, to um, cut a track. You actually had instruments being played. You just got tracks being sent. Right. You don't like? have you. You didn't have auto tunes. Right. So you had no to, you had to be able to sing, and you know because there was no such thing as auto tunes right. tuning exactly. you up, and there also was no such thing as um, being able to just sing your harmony parts, and then one time, and then they just fly it through the rest of. I mean, we had to do the entire song and it was you know analog back then Mm -hmm. so we had to do the entire song like four or five times Mm -hmm. to stack those harmonies and Mm -hmm. consequently you had to do it exact each time Mm -hmm. and that i believe is one of the reasons why old school artists versus new school artists we have that longevity we have that breathing we know how because we had to you couldn't just sit there and 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 sing do up do up do up do up and then they fly it through the through the rest of the song you had to actually do it each and every time and i think that's why some of us uh as far as uh, our live performances are able to just 
right. know, kill a new school artist because right. we we learned, you know, how to how to sing and on your note. I mean, you don't be right. dependent on auto tunes and none of that. Right, right, right. And so now we come up to now in 2021 when you're working on a new album. Uh, is there any like new, any of the new school stuff that they bring to your way of producing and making an album that you just like? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, you know, I uh, one of the things you know, people always want to um, say, you know, what? Well, give yourself a break and just hire some background singers. But I insist on doing all my own background, right? Um, because I have the closest sound to the Jones girls Jones when girl. I do my own, my own background. So that's one thing I save money because I don't have to hire anybody to do the background. Right. I know how to sound like me, Brenda and Valerie and blend those notes together. Oh, that's incredible. Beautiful. Isn't that, that is incredible. Beautiful. So who from the, you know, who from uh, the current, you know, the current crop of artists besides, you know, b besides Kim and your family, are you, are you feeling right now? Oh man, I love, Lettucey. I love Lettucey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I like her. I really like her. Her is dope. Uh, yeah. Um Anderson Pack. Anderson. Uh, yes. <laughs> and oh my goodness, it's it's, it's I, there are some really talented, not only um writers, but the musicians too. Right. But right. you know, but because a lot of the music doesn't have real musicians, but I'm pleased to see so many young people actually learning how to play instruments again. Right. Uh, instead right, of all right. that come, you know, coming through a synthesizer and coming, you know, because for so many years, you know, they they weren't doing that in in this, you know, current music. But people are going back to live instruments because that's one of the things that I that I insist on. You know, those are actual horns on soul stepping. And, mm -hmm. you know, right. I, I told the, you know, I told him, I said, no, we're not going to let's let's, you know, do horns and live music. And every song that's on the In Loving Memory album have live instruments. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, that, yes. that, and that gives it that that authentic soul feeling. You know, yes, it does. Yes, yes. it does. Make you want to move. Yes, <laughs> Make you want to move and everything. Yes. So, you have um the video coming up and you got the shows coming up um you gonna seem like you're gonna be doing a lot of traveling overseas but yes. um, did you mention you have some shows coming up over here too yes i will be uh i know i have may may mother's day i'm at the globe theater in los angeles mm -hmm. um that's confirmed uh august is it august yeah i believe it's august i'm in um uh, Myrtle Beach at the okay. House of Blues with my girl okay. Melba Moore. <laughs> okay. And Miss Melba. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh they're putting uh some some dates uh together now with with me and Melba, me and um uh Freddie Jackson, you know, Ooh. and then I'm out there Ooh. on a lot of um things that are that are coming down the pipes now as far as uh me and Jean Carn, and uh, as far as me in in more intimate settings, the the Jones Girls experience, just like oh, clubs, right. like the city wineries, right. and all of those, I'll be at, be performing in those different clubs. Wow! 
Yes. Well, that is amazing. So tell everybody, you know, because you had Shirley, jo- um, Shirley Jones. Um, tell everybody where they can find you or like on what platform. Because I know your your single's out now, everybody. So go to all platforms and download her single. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Please it's available on all streaming platforms. <laughs> and you can connect with me and follow me and say hello to me on Instagram, I'm sure, and Facebook, Shirley Jones mm-hmm. of the Jones Girls. And then my website, you can always send me an email and catch up with me. Um, the, my website is ShirleyJonesGirl.com. No S on the end, but ShirleyJonesGirl.com. ShirleyJonesGirl.com. And then Shirley Jones of the Jones Girl. So get out and get that record and get to souls. Yes. <laughs> Yo, every playlist, put that on every party playlist, every wedding. Come on. Yeah. Christmas playlist is it's a it's an all purpose song now. It done became a holiday, birthday, whatever the celebration is. I need you to soul step, soul step in your life. Huh? You cooking for Thanksgiving? I'm actually I'm I'm doing the potato salad and I'm doing the greens. That's what everybody likes. My meats I usually order, you know, like the honey baked ham and a fried turkey. And I have a girlfriend doing the dressing and. My uh, Cam's wife, hopefully, she's watching. Mm-hmm. I want her to do the macaroni and cheese. Okay, Mama, I'm going to tell you what you got to do now. Well, Cam's gone. You can tell her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Quintessa, good macaroni and cheese, please. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, um, you know, it's a, we're, we're a small family, uh, but, okay. but we have, you know, so much fun together. Right. And with the grandkids, and you know, I just love the holidays, and um, I just do, yeah. we're going to be putting up, you know, decorating and getting all that stuff together because this is my favorite time of year. I just wish we could bottle this up and and people feel this way about one another right, throughout right. the entire year. PJ right, says right. Uh, that potato, potato salad is legendary. So oh, you yeah. might have to put that up. You know, yes, Patty's about how fine, about how fine, so you might be able to come out with your potato salad. Oh, so that, that sounds like a plan anytime they love my potato salad <laughs> well we want to thank you so much for coming on yes. and spending time with us and everything well, thank you it's been and, my pleasure um, you yes guys. and hopefully we can have you back soon after you finish getting some time after you finish traveling and you know hopefully i can catch you somewhere around you know and everything i know about that honey bake that honey bake, enjoy that honey bake ham because i didn't have plenty of honey bake when i was living down in raleigh oh um, yeah big chain down there and enjoy your holidays and well i'll just, come back when the album when I that album drops in the yeah. album february or march because there there's some songs on there that you guys are just going to absolutely right. love. Yeah. And, um, oh, like i said i put my heart and soul into this album so because it's for my it's a tribute to my sisters so right. i'll come back on you know once we release yes. the album yes more yes, than welcome to the album, i will definitely reach out to you okay. and cam and everything and please enjoy your holidays enjoy everything you and stuff. Too. thank you so much and hey, people let's remember Let's love on one another. We yes. this if this pandemic didn't show us anything, it should have shown us that we are all one, and that what what we do affects each and every one of us. So why not affect each other with love? With love, amen. amen. Yes. God bless you guys. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, and we'll be so right awful. back after these brief messages. Brief messages. The commercial. Woo! 
Peace family. This is your boy, Dr. Garfield Bright from the R&B group, Shy. Listen, I'm just here to tell you that you are not rocking with the best unless you're rocking with the Who They Want podcast, period, right? Any content revolving around entertainment, you got to pull up. This is your go-to place, Who They Want. And if you really, really need to gain access and you're serious, you need to download the Everything Entertainment Expo app. And after you do that, you need to sign up on the block, right? Let's go into motion. Let's make it happen. Let's be about it, all right? Talk to y'all soon. I'm saying salute. Garfield from the group shot. Signing off. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Dope interview. Oh, my God. I got an Auntie Shirley now. I don't know about Joe, but I got an Auntie Shirley. Auntie Shirley. <laughs> I'm telling you because my mother, that's all you heard was the Jones girls when I was a little girl, getting my hair pressed, the card games, the parties and stuff that, you know, that when I'm thinking about those days and stuff, I'm hearing their songs in my head. And it's just crazy. Word. Yeah. That was just such an honor and it was so epic. And I just want to thank her, Cam, Phillips, all y'all, man. This is, that was just like, man. <laughs> Shouts out to the Jones Connection for letting the whole Jones happen. Connection, the whole yeah, Jones family. Shout out to the whole family. Just shout out to the whole family. Like, yeah, Phil, we gotta work on getting man. that potato salad out. That's what she yeah. made. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you. <laughs> Every time we talk about potato salad, <laughs> why does that <laughs> clip from that movie come back? <laughs> As 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 soon as Miss Shirley said, I'm making the potato salad. You, the that you, make that you get that whole yeah. concept in your mind now, like now I can't I can't stop because now, it's you know, it gets hard down. It's hard this legendary epic. Now who made the potato salad? Shirley, Aunt Shirley made the potato salad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why? Why does it matter? You don't. <laughs> oh yeah, that girl she went off. Now I have to find the movie. I've been saying this. I got to find the movie. I got to watch the movie during Thanksgiving and uh, just try and get it out of my head because that, <laughs> that clip that we that we saw that just started that entire uh, ordeal, it's like, <laughs> how do you, it, who, who made the potatoes? But then you got to remember that everybody has a signature dish, mm. right? Everybody right. has a signature, their signature dish, unless you're Duchess, which in that case you're making everything. You know, well, man, I make everything. And so, but you know what? It is? It was always the same. You know, everybody said, oh, "I don't eat everybody potato salad." And a lot of people say that. No, so, it, it, I'm one of those. I noticed that. I've noticed that too. When, um, like when, um, when, when it comes to when it comes to certain things, you do not touch it. Like for years, uh, and Thanksgiving, my aunt Adele would make. The, it would make the potato salad, and there was a time where, um, you know, now she can't, you know, make it, but she passed on the recipe. But you know, it's still you still have the mem- you still have the memories attached to her. You know, right. thank you, Phil. She said y'all give some dope ass interviews for real, man. You don't understand you, you, what it was like. Let me me have Auntie Shirley. She's my auntie now. I call her Auntie Shirley. That <laughs> was just epic interviewing her. I mean, Absolutely. It was, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm Phelps. Are you working on? I hope you can tell you working on that Doves Cry. When I when you come back on here again, I want you to have that whole thing for Ness because you was for Ness when that Doves Cry. Then, 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 he was killing it. 
Um, yeah, yeah, thanks, Tim. Much love to you too, and respect. And That's remember, you go home to your wife, and she's making that macaroni and cheese. Mama Kelly <laughs> already said that. She's making a Jones Connection Part Two. for my goal like my name is Steph it's a crazy world a simple choice it's life or death whole time I thank the man yeah for every breath and we gotta watch out for the snakes right. with every step yeah cause it's a cold world yeah it's <laughs> learned on the Jones girls as I said I'm entertaining as I said celebrating yeah as I said elevating as I said I can play Oh yeah, you know we're gonna celebrate that one. Man, get the whole Jones Connection EP for it. People that's yeah, just really actually changing the game. Like that's right. Hold Jones Connections Legacy. Yo, listen, jump throw on that track. We gotta play some homage here. Uh, um um you gonna make me love somebody else. That was what the first track that came out when they came on or whatnot. <laughs> you gotta play that and everything. Oh my god, Shirley Jones was just up in here with the misfit. And yeah, we're about to give y'all a track. <laughs> From their first album. Hot. You see, I love the energy we got together, guys. Yeah,
word. I remember this. It's just like amazing. When I'm not in and I just interviewed Shirley Johnson. Yeah, she did. Let's just take a moment to just soak that in. Just that moment. That just that. I mean, it's just epic. I mean, like I said, this was my childhood. You know, this is something I. You know how nowadays, rest in peace. Yes, the Valerie imprinter. Yes. Oh gosh, man. Yeah. That was just. This was like. This is like one of my top favorite interviews here. We just had. You know, definitely it is the top actually. <laughs> so we had some good right. and stuff. Appreciate everybody that came on this platform. Most really definitely. do. You know, Garfield Bright, Father MC, all of y'all. Just give them some shout outs and stuff because yeah. I know they're the Jones girls and had influence on all of them and stuff mm. and everything. So what do we got coming up? We got we got Rodney coming up. Rodney Red Grant coming up on Wednesday. It's another episode. Actor, legendary, iconic um, um, actor and comedian Red Grant will be here with us. Exactly. Uh, Wednesday, to tell you, yes. he's actually running for. Yes, you enjoy the rest of your night too, Phelps. Thank you so much again for tuning in, and we're gonna be looking out for them tracks. Send it, just send it over to us. You know, just send it over. Just send it over to us, and we make sure it's gonna get played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely true. Um, yeah, Red Grant gonna be on here. You know, he's running for mayor in Washington D.C., so he's gonna be on here talking about that. Um, some other things. Definitely going to get some laughs from him. <laughs> Everything. Word. Yeah, you All right, Jones Connection. Appreciate y'all. Too. Yes, appreciate y'all. Um, that's that. So, what's in the study files? Because we can, you know, we couldn't cut Auntie, Auntie Shirley waiting. So, you know, so we have to do right. it. So, what was in the study files? Well, so uh, your, your favorite rapper, Duchess, is back on to- Hot Topics. The baby apparently is back oh, in the conversation. Why did he be my favorite rapper? Uh-oh. I mean, because the way you went in on that one episode about <laughs> the, the Rolling Loud thing, and we kind of made it a thing for like a week straight after oh, that. I, listen, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? But I think I did hear something. Now, what happened with this dude again? What he's up to now again? Apparently, him and the mother of his child went back and forth on Instagram, and he ended up calling the police. And she actually been charged with like a a whole assault, simple assault charge. Oh shoot! Right. Apparently, he didn't want you know them arguing. I guess they was going back and forth prior to going on social media or whatever the case may be. And you know, he just was fed up and he called the police on. Really? Mm-hmm. He called the police on her. Well, you know what? In his what I'm gonna say in his favor, I'm glad. You know, he 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 called the police. I am glad, and he didn't go another route and get violent with her. Mm, right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm glad he 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 used his brain on that, and he called the because for which it sounds like she's the one, I guess, that got violent with him. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the way it's yeah. being put. Right. So okay, so he did something that I really respect. You know, because I I no way I always you know I'm not. No way I will ever think that a man should just sit up there and let somebody, a female, even if it's a female, just abuse them. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, it's kind of unfair because when you have the female going after the male, to me, it makes it seem okay. But then when you have the male, you know, retaliate and strike it back, then it comes a problem. 
You know, exactly. which I think is unfair, but that's just the way, that's the rules of the land, that's how society looks at things. So I'm so glad that he actually used his head and threw it and said, all right, let me just call the cops. So in this case, I, I'm not mad at him. I'm really not. Nope. I'm not mad at him. Because it could have gone a whole other way. Exactly. They could have. It could have gone a whole other way. But you know how you know how things like this, we we know about it imme- almost immediately as it's going down because of social media. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. like you said, they were going back and forth on Instagram. Right. 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 Like imagine right. how many followers he has, how many followers she has, and the fact that they can see the argument in in, in not real time, but like almost as it's happening. Right. That's right. Crazy. Right, you know? right, yeah, and it's, yeah. and then gotta be honest, you got a lot of people in his defense on this situation that's going on, and, and she, then you got, of course, you got the naysayers section as well, right? Of course, because we don't know, we don't know the full story, we just know that they've been arguing, we don't know the full right. story. If she, right. if, right. if she did, you know, if, if she's if she's the one that that you know that was ba- basically like abu- abusing him, it's still either no, either way, it's bad. I don't care if it's if it's you know, if, if it's one way or reverse, point is it's bad and something had to be done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but let's just say, let's just say, bro, you know me, I gotta play devil's advocate. If, yeah. I feel like if the child also wasn't present during this spat, it mm-hmm. would have probably still escalated to something worse. I just think because he did call because of the child being in oh, the vicinity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it would went a whole other route if there wasn't a child present. Because I'm quite right, sure, yeah. just like it any father, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure in any situations involving kids and you know, baby mama, baby father type of scenarios, there's always yeah. some sort of altercations occurring. But yeah. being that it gets publicized when it comes to certain celebrities mm-hmm. and the baby being one of the mainstream hottest artists right now, you know, it becomes. A topic for what it is right now for this discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what? He had it like really. It could have gone a lot worse. I'm go- agree, and I'm gonna go with the, and I'm gonna go with the Duchess on this. I'm glad he. I'm glad he called the cops instead of making it, you know, into, you know, Agreed. into something much much worse. Absolutely, and I just want to send our we want to send our thoughts and prayers to the the young man that passed away today. That was involved in the Astro World catastrophe. Oh, he was yeah. nine years old, from my understanding. Ooh, how old? Nine years old. Oh my! Was it that the one who um his father brought him? Yes, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, oh, yeah, he God. was the one. Bless him, Jesus Christ. That's crazy, and it's crazy. Ooh. Just by that happening, has really sparked precautions. Because I know not long after that happened, Cat Williams has been on his tour run. And he stopped and shut down like a whole night of performing because somebody in the crowd, I think, was feeling ill or something like that. And he mm-hmm. was like, nah, we're not going to, you know what I'm saying? It done made people be mindful of what's going on in the audience. Like, yeah. what was these people? Yeah. What was this one? Mike, remember when Michael Jackson used to get on stage and perform? And people literally would be falling. And like, that's was, been going on for years and stuff, you know. But it's just something about now with in today's society, it's getting cold in here. In today's society, like I don't know what's the the difference, you know. You know, 
I um I recently saw a um I recently saw a TikTok. Somebody had put a compilation video together, and they were like, "If you're still uh, defending Travis Scott, watch you know watch this." So they had the so they had the Travis Scott incident. Mm-hmm. On top of that, they had other shows like they had lot they had Logic, they had they had Ken, Kendrick Lamar, they had a few other artists. Each one of these artists had fans that were just extra hyped. And they, but stuff happened as stuff was happening. Like somebody, I think somebody fainted in one of their shows and one of their audiences, they stopped mid, you know, mid uh, song and it's like, make sure that they're okay first. This was, year, this was years before this happened. So it's right. like, you know, they, they're, they, so, you know, they're, you know, they're paying attention. Now, I haven't been, I haven't been to a, I haven't been to a concert, like a live concert in a, in a long time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I know how hype they you know how hype they can get depending on the you know depending on the artist and depending on the on mm-hmm. on the music but i also think of i also think of it like this we've been inside for a long time right we've right. been in, we've, we've been in we've been inside for a long time people want to get out they want to get you know they want to get hyped they want to get turned but at the same time you have to keep you have to keep in mind that you have everybody of every type in the audience it's not just right. it's a, and it's a, not a, a so it's obviously not a socially distant small audience no this was a, a whole, whole lot of people whole they said it was like fifty thousand people or something or 30, it was wow yeah yeah people jump in the gate you had every you had everything right so right I'm like dude you know if you pay attention pay attention to what's to what's going on that's you know that's the thing. Pay attention to what's going on. Let security know people are getting a little too hyped up. Let's stop the you know and stop the show. Be professional about it. Yeah, I mean, because you got to look at it. And somebody like Travis Scott, as far as hip hop goes, is one of the again one of those mainstream artists that's doing well on the charts. That mm-hmm. you know has a lot of sponsorships. I've yep. seen videos like he mentioned on TikTok where comp- shoe stores was just like no more Travis Scott shoes. You know he mm-hmm. has his partnership with Nike and Jordans and stuff. And they was literally just throwing this man's shoes in the trash. Like, y'all come get this stuff. We no longer condone his products. Mm-hmm. Like, cancel yeah. culture. You thought cancel culture was bad for Dave Chappelle and all the and the baby? They came in quick for Travis Scott with, like, a you red flag the rest of the year, bro. Imagine if this was happening during his McDonald's promotion. Oh, they would have right. snatched that burger. Uh, but what, what I want to know is... Okay, what part is the venues playing in this? What liability are they getting? Because, all right, and, and what you said, Kyle, makes a lot of sense. Because if you look at all these concerts, going all the way, not even even before Michael Jackson's, the Beatles, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Just yeah. Pat, people passing out. You know what I'm saying? But there was tight security. Yeah. Where was the damn security here? You understand? Especially coming off a pandemic. You understand what I'm saying? Wouldn't yeah. you think it'll be just like, uh, just much, much more structured, and the security will just be, you know, on a thousand? Like, what happened to that? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, I think that's what changes it is they do their own private funding concerts now. Like, and that's they put the a, problem. you know what I'm saying? You basically coming in at your own risk, risk. for yeah, this because I put up risk. my personal funds. Right. You I, see. I Honestly, I think like remember remember during you know during lockdown, artists were like, okay, so if we got to stay inside anyway, I'm gonna do a show from my house, or I'm gonna do okay. or, or, or I'm gonna do a show from this location. There's yeah. still, I'm still I'm gonna I'm gonna um, you know I'm going to 
some some did it for free, like one night, mm-hmm. and others they sold digital tickets, right? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, maybe that's the next, maybe that's the next step. Given that the world, is, you know, that that the world has changed, I'm not saying exclusively do it online, but check, but check this out. We got a lot, you know, people live streaming concerts all the time. Why don't you have that as an option for those who can't make it to the show? Right, 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 right. Now, you can still get you can still get your money. Of course, it won't be, you know, it, it won't be the same as a as a physical ticket. But imagine how much you would probably save in, you know, and in this case, damages and lives. Right. If, you know, right. it's a whole thing. They don't care. I will not forget when I was um at Saint when I was going to St. John's University um in grad school, I will never forget um Jay-Z. Because, um, you know, they had every year what they call it the Midnight Madness where the basketball team have their first basketball practice. Word. And I remember Jay-Z and Rockefeller, all of them was up there. Oh. It was like lit. Jay-Z, Dame Dash, everybody. Everybody from Rockefeller was up there. Mr. Jones, everybody. Now, this was at in the um, the Lucana Soccer Hall. hall. That's the, um, that was the, um, the, the stadium where the basketball players played on St. John's campus. Okay. And I will not forget being there. And I was like, it. They sold. I think it was ten thousand tickets. They was able to sell. They had to sell, mm-hmm. but somehow they wound up selling twenty seven thousand tickets. Yeah, no, that's what it was. I think it, the stadium, the, the the arena held ten thousand people or something like that, and right. they wound up selling like twenty seven thousand tickets. And I never forget being there. It was so crowded the basketball team couldn't even get the first practice because people was on the court because there's nowhere else to sit so mm. and i'm saying to myself where's security at mm. you get what i'm saying like like where did this money go like who made the money come to find out they was doing copying tickets and stuff oh. so right so it's like it's just the money thing nowadays and like nobody cares about okay what no. can happen because that it's something being at an event like that back in the that days and stuff that could have turned bad you yeah, you talking been about been prime and the whole dynasty era, like right, yeah. exactly. Oh, and there was just so much beef going around and everything that could have just turned really bad. Exactly. So, it, yeah, go ahead, it, Kyle. It's just that no, I'm I'm thinking like like okay, so the versus the versus battles have become big stage events, right? Of course, mm-hmm. right. But you can also either watch them for free with a you know with a reactor and stuff on on YouTube. But you can also you know you can also buy a digital seat and watch it as it's streaming. Battle rap has been doing that for a while, you know for a long time, especially after um especially after uh, YouTube changed its rules when it came to language and content. Right. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is they would, you know, they would have like, OK, like, for example, one of the big one of the biggest battle rap leagues is King of the Dot. Another one is URL, the ultimate rap league. They would sell um, di- they would sell tickets, you know, di- you know, just digital tickets through, um, you know, through other platforms. So they would get money that way. But they would also sell physical tickets because they knew, depending on who was battling who, it was going to get really rowdy. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And, and and if you've seen if you've seen battle rap in the last few years, it could get really hyped depending on who's battling who. First of all, you better sign a waiver if you're going to any battle rap competition in general, mm-hmm. just because they just that name, it's battle rap. So you should just figure by the context of that name 
this mm. ain't your regular, you know, run exactly. of the mill type of no. show that you should be attending. People, let's no, just be honest. I, I have seen like some that where depending on what is said, like they'll go at they, they don't give a crap. They will go after you. They will go after your mom. Mm. They will go after your family. All that, all that stuff is there's no holds barred in a in a in a in a, in, in battle rap. So. Exactly. You know, it's just like at one point I was like, man, like when Drake started going to the King of the Dot stuff, because he, you know, because he absolutely loves, you know, loves that. I think at one point he had to either uh, he either skipped on going into a performance or a studio session or whatever. And he showed up at one of the at, at one of the like top tier, um, you know, battle raps. And it was just, you know, it was just epic. The whole, the whole thing was just epic. But I'm like, maybe we should think about, you know, doing concerts, you know, doing concerts and, and other live events differently now because of what's been, you know, of what's been going on. And this, right. I would even be thinking of this even if this tragedy didn't happen. Right. So, but right. It's the thing of clout chasing now. That's become primordialized as like, don't nobody care about your safety no more. You no, know what I'm saying? Again, like if I'm gonna rent this venue, all I need is an empty field and I'll build I'll put a tent up, whatever I gotta do, because I'm at this stage where money is technically to them, money is no object, and right. I wanna give a concert. And my true ride or die friends, no matter how rough it's gonna get, uh -huh. my fans are just gonna still be there, like mm -hmm. just because they support my art. Man, I but then uh, when it hits the fan. And now you got to put this downpour on this band, this artist. We can no longer, like, rather you don't support them. Like, I just read over the weekend, he still was doing numbers for one of the songs he got. Like, it just still sold, like, over a mil. So, I'm like, counseling, I don't really think council culture has a primary box to put you in. No. I just think it's a bunch of disgruntled, you know, economizers, what, a colonizer, we're going to say colonizers? Like, Come on, give me a word. It, 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 it just, it, it just, you know, like a bunch of disgruntled like people. There was a, um, uh, there was okay. My my brother just, you know, just reminded me of this earlier today because we talk about cancel culture all the time, and it was in last year. I was just made aware of, aware of it. I didn't think it was really a thing until I realized that some people were getting canceled, quote unquote, for stuff mm -hmm. that they did in the past that they've already, you know, they've already repented for, or you know, stuff that people just didn't like. Um, so there's this one game, there's this one game creator. He created a, a five, a, the, 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 like the phenomenon that was uh, um, five nights at Freddy's and they wanted to, somebody wanted to cancel him because of his political views. Right. All right. I don't know exactly what those were, but I was like, hold on a second. As long as he's not spewing hate and racism and everything else, what the heck does that have to do with you? How are you getting so, for lack of a better word, triggered? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like some, like some people, like we've discussed this before. Some people deserve to get canceled, yes, but others, mm -hmm. no. Like, like, be, like some people are out here making making threads and and and, and freaking uh, tweets and everything for people just because they don't like the person. They don't even know the person. But they'll right. go after their they'll go after their career, or they'll they'll start you know or they'll start sending like uh like um de you know like death threats to their inbox or I'm like this is this is this is getting out of hand, y'all. Before right. cancel culture was for the people that were you know going after the you know like the racists and the and, and the and, and sexist people and stuff like that. 
that that was you know, that's what originally it was supposed to be for, from my understanding. You know, right, right. turned into a oh, this person was uh this person was eating something in their Instagram in, in, in their Instagram photo or something. Oh, can't you know cancel or um th- you know this person was listening to this kind of music as opposed to this kind of music cancel this person was wearing this or not right this, not so this. i just need to know whatever president five-year-old that's sitting at the board of the council culture committee like, <laughs> we gotta stop we gotta stop that that's childish at this point like, yeah. yeah because then yeah. you gotta go if we're gonna talk political for about a few seconds don't want to get into it but what happened to the First Amendment? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you freedom know of speech you know. and representation. Mm-hmm. Like y'all don't let social media become the First Amendment, basically saying exactly. we have the right to counsel you if we don't like what you're about to publicly say to the world. Yeah, but people hide people hide behind that first that First Amendment because there are people out here just spewing some straight up hate speech mm-hmm. that will that will say, Oh, it's my you know, it's my freedom of speech, it's my right to say whatever I you know, whatever I want. True. But you're saying this at the, you know, you're saying this to to and to hurt some, you know, like hurt someone else just because you right. don't like uh, insert whatever here. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, it's, but I can see counseling then when it comes to you know that type of interjection of something that's mm-hmm. really affecting culture and people's livelihoods. Exactly. We're right, talking about right. just counseling entertainers for being entertainment. Right. That's uh, you know, and and that's well, the, yeah. that's a that that's a sad, but it's it's where we are right now. Well, that's what they are right now. I ain't where I am because you I'm can be in like, this world and not of this world. <laughs> like really, like really, no, no one like me. I have I have really nothing to hide, and no and no and no one really knows me. But I have not, you know. But I have not. I have nothing to hide. You know. I counsel myself every day. <laughs> <laughs> If we're gonna be honest about it, like something I might do and be like, nah, I don't think that was a smart choice, but it'd be me in my mind. Like my mm. mind will cancel out my mind. This is crazy. I'm a Pisces, y'all. So y'all gotta take it as it comes. <laughs> Listen, I'm a true believer of first reaction is always the correct and best reaction. And if that's what came to me first, <laughs> it was meant to be. Mm. <laughs> I, I salute that. I can salute that mm. on that ground though. It was meant to be. Wow. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a show. You know, Duchess is pointing out Wednesday through Friday. And we do have Arthur Neil Neil Gitslow. This amazing Arthur. Shout out to um, my PR guy, Stephen Joyner, for recommending him. He will be on the show Friday to have a discussion with us about Mm -hmm. some things that I find going to be an interesting topic. (laughs) Excellent. Tomorrow, I'm going to confirm. I'm supposed to confirm with my man, Dantes. Um, He's giving us an artist who goes by the name of Two two Watch. Two Watches. Two Watch. Two Watches. Okay, don't don't punish me for like not pronouncing your name. It's hard. Y'all need to get with like one basic name and stick with it. But Two Watch is supposed to be in the studio with us for tomorrow's Artistry Tuesday segment. If, yeah, if he doesn't fold or if nothing goes south from that as watches you put on your hand then you're right yeah watch yeah someone Written. watch is he saying that no nah, it's two watch because i actually seen like a photo of one of his tracks he actually is wearing two watches oh so <laughs> two watch like two chains yeah gotcha. exactly see now you get gotcha. the way i was trying oh, to okay, okay. i guess people trying to get it going on two chains two watches uh i don't know why i keep thinking when you say two watches i'm just thinking of that song i got two phones Kevin <laughs> 
Word. A dick, but y'all don't want to miss this week. And um, yes, yes. as we're getting ready for Thanksgiving and Tasha enters her war zone or battlefield and <laughs> assigns her generals and her soldiers for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and she will find some time if she can to come yeah. live with yes. us and give y'all a little sample of what she can put down in the kitchen for the yes. holidays. Yes, yes. So I'll be tuning in. Um, I'm going to do my best to do that for y'all. Um, tuning in. Um, I don't know. It might be sporadic during the day. I might hit study up. Like, I right, study. Look, I can go. It might be one o'clock in the afternoon or it might be like maybe, you know, seven o'clock at night. I don't know because I'm going to be cooking all day for the next Starting from Monday on, <laughs> so y'all can Where? catch me and stuff. All that here. great, all that great stuff for the best food coma, coma you've ever had in your life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, people about to eat, you know, and the guest list just keeps piling up and piling up and piling up and everything. So I don't know, it's stuff. You know, we might have to eat in shifts over here. <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna go and stuff, but whatever it goes, how it goes, it's gonna be nothing but love and stuff. And you know, and it's you know, this is my time uh-huh. again. Don't act like you see that coming. I ain't cooking nothing for you, Adrian. Ah. What are you cooking for me? I ain't cooking nothing for you. Matter of fact, I send you pictures and make it scratch and sniff. How about that? <laughs> I'll make a scratch and sniff. <laughs> you come get that's, your plate. You want something? You come get a plate. That's torturous right there. <laughs> scratch and sniff. If, if, if scratch and sniff was a feature on a stream, if somebody was like cooking, you know what I'm saying? Because I have seen I have seen people make a lot of cool stuff from scratch, and I'm not usually mm-hmm. one to watch like food streams because mm-hmm. uh, you know. Skinny guy gets hungry really fast. Um, but they would have to make that as like an accessory you have to attach to your device and you have to put it to your nostrils or something. <laughs> like, like you plug in AirPods, it'll be like nose pods or something. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I remember Steve Urkel tried to come up with something like that uh, uh in Family Matters. He sure did. <laughs> yeah, man. Gotta admire his ingenuity. Yeah, That's he right. was trying, he was trying to innovate. <laughs> That's that right. he did so. Well, we thank y'all for tuning in to tonight's show. It's been a pleasure going live for you guys. You guys are phenomenal. Appreciate the support, the love, the tuning in. Um, We're now streaming on Captivate.fm now, but you can also still listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And the rest of them, I feel like I don't feel like I have the brain capacity to try to remember, but we're I know it's everywhere. YouTube, we're streaming on Twitch. We're streaming mm. on uh, where, where else, man? Daily Motion, LinkedIn. Daily Motion. Twitter. Twitter. You said a whole yeah. bunch of stuff and then say nothing about the block. Can't forget the block. You're missing all this other stuff, and then the block should have came. Like, okay, not the first, but maybe the second or the third. Damn it! I mean, damn, I don't heard Twitch. I ain't never heard a goddamn Twitch. What is the Twitch? Uh, it's it's, it's where the gamers stream all their video Dang. games that they play to win money for, ma'am. Damn. <laughs> First but of all, I was like, going through the list of the audio stuff. He bought a visual in the midst of me trying to finish up the audio. So I was really going for Pandora and all those platforms. We oh, already yeah. know everything entertainment expo is already attached to everything. See that? Put you some respect to... on it, all right? Of course, always. Put some respect on it. Put some respect on the block. Put some respect on it. Bird man voice. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are done here. 
Y'all make sure y'all tune in. Y'all make sure y'all tune in on the block at Everything Entertainment Expo. Download the app free in all app stores if you haven't. And make sure y'all take a listen to A for Able podcast as mm-hmm. well as On the Brain podcast by my man Kyle E, a.k.a. Elder Tenchi, a.k.a. Tasha. Give him his nickname because I'm not saying it while we live. I'm not doing it. What's this other nickname, Tash? Oh, wait. What was it? What was it? What was it? Was it? Um, you got another one I'm not aware of? What's up? Man. What was it? What, yeah, was it, what, was it, what was it? What was it? That's what I studied. What was it? <laughs> what the man with the hands? Man with the hands. What was that? No, it was something else. I gotta go back and watch the show. Yeah. He don't want. He want me to forget it and stuff. But it was something I called him. It oh, was dude. something. It was something. We gotta go back. It's something I go with the hands. They go on hands again. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if this hands thing is cool or creepy anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, First you of all, I mean, you the one that's using the hands, giving away these massages. Now, if you giving them massages and start cracking joints and shit, that will not that can turn out creepy and stuff. That's what more. Oh, geez, no. no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you start giving them massages and stuff, and all of a sudden you start cracking their joints. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, Yo, I hope y'all enjoyed our antics. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, there What's was a, there was a couple of incidents with stuff like that happened though with the morticians and stuff. Uh, you know, they was cracking ah. joints of like they was um embalming the body. And you got ah. some of it actually starts you know having sex with them and stuff. How creepy yeah. is that? Uh-huh. You, know, uh-huh. you gotta be like you really gotta be a sick pervert. Like, how yeah. we get how we get here? How we get here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We use that creepy for some reason in the hands. It just made me think about that. Oh jeez. Oh, okay. yeah. So anywho, yeah. well, I guess at this point I'm gonna take the time to apologize for opening the door and allowing Tasha to walk through that door and then lock. Uh, allow a cow to sit at the end of that door that I just opened before we got out of the studio. <laughs> Love, peace, and chicken grease. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.